three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to everything you need to know about music. Or tonight, I, Jason, am sitting with my friend Mikey. So what's up, Mike? Hello, Jason. And Kevin. So what's up, Kev? Hello, Jason. Hello, listeners. <laughs> Glad to be here as always. Do you want to start right away with your tangent, or would you like me to just say a couple of introductions and hellos first? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Because <laughs> I know it's coming. It's coming. Of Before it we do any of that, we have to continue the segment that you started last time, which is This Is My Jam. It is. And if you'll allow me, I'm going to ask you to take it and tell me, what are you listening to now? What is your jam right now? Meaning, you're cruising around, or you're in your office, or you're in the car, whatever, and you put on what? What do you want to hear right now? So, and by the way, I don't have a tangent. This was my tangent. Not, oh, okay, okay not nice. tangent. This All is right. a segment now, right? I mean, this is something yeah. we're going to do every time. I'd like to do it every time. Yeah. Um, As a real quick way of just saying, hey, I know we're going to talk about this topic, right. but by the way, I'm really digging this song right now. And, and going back to what I said the last time we did this, uh, you know, for me, as I've said many times, and your devotees that have heard me, you know, more more than once on this podcast, know right. that I am mainly an album listener. I'm not a singles listener, so I like to listen to albums. But yeah. every now and then, something catches my my ear and just gets stuck. You know, like that what do they call it, an earworm or yep. whatever. Yep. Um, so that's where I kind of you know go with these. You know, this is my jam. And oh, sweet Michael and Jason, right now, this is my jam. Oh wow, Nora Jones. Good. Wow! I got into this album really heavy when it came, when out. It came out, big time. Yeah, and it's still on uh, pretty good repeat in this house. Is it? Love it. it. So, first time I heard it, yeah, uh, I was working up in Pensacola, New Jersey. This is back in 2002. Okay, so commuting back and forth from here, um, walked into a really terrific restaurant up there called Catelli's. Okay, it was a contemporary Italian restaurant. So, what I mean by contemporary, it wasn't like your old school red sauce, you know, red sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was chicken parm. You know. It, it was right right at the turn of the century here, right? This uh-huh. came out in 2002. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, like, this place was still holding on to the 80s for the most I mean, to the 90s, excuse me, for the most part. Because, you know, it had, like, the drop ceilings. Yeah. It had uh, dark blue lighting. Uh, you know, very few windows. Um, you know, and full table linens. Like, and oh, not wow. just regular table linens. Yeah. Like, ones that were, like, squishy. Like, like, they had the foam underneath them. And, like, upholstered chairs. Yeah. So, you know... Uh, Today, what everything is like wood, steel, and glass, right? <laughs> this was like that old Industrial. thing. So, you know, I walk in there and I hear this song, and it reminds me that, you know, hey, th- this, she's kind of hanging on to the yeah. end of the 90s here, right? Like our mothers loved this song, yeah. right? Yeah. And, 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 you know, late middle aged women at the time. And, um, but it's just, it, it, it is such a delightful little song. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, if you go back and you watch the YouTube video, you could tell, like, this was her first deal, like, because the, the, the video is so simple. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just her kind of like walking on the beach. And it's, Oh, kind of like a gauzy yeah. effect to it. So, like the record company didn't know was Ravi Shankar's daughter going to yeah, be a big hit, right? And now you look at like her videos past that, and they're all you know big, big productions. Sure. And obviously, all she right, had good. So that's that's what you're digging now. I that like was it. me. Okay. Don't know why. That's my jam. You want to go next, Mikey? You want me to go? Go ahead. You want me to go? All right. Yeah. This is totally different. All right. So I recently went to the Paul McCartney concert in oh, yeah. Orlando. Uh, it was a life goal of mine to see him because he is my absolute hero uh, musically and. It was incredible. The show he put on was absolutely amazing. Prior to the show, because no one opens for Paul McCartney, obviously, they had a DJ. And the DJ did something really, really cool. He either took Beatles songs that he kind of mixed and made into different beats and kind of new, uh, I don't want to say new aged them, but made them modern, or took other people's versions of Beatles songs and played them as kind of the opening act 
which was very strange, but he pulled it off really Kinda nicely. Kind of cool. Kind of cool, huh. right? Okay. It's almost saying, this is how big they are. I can play you all their songs or even play it in a way from someone else, and you still, I'm not going to ruin <laughs> I'm not going to ruin this concert for you. It's really was really kind of I've never seen that done before. Imagine going to see whatever band and they play the band songs before the concert. You, you'd never do that. No, anyway, never. so a song that they played or that this DJ played was "You Can't Do That" by okay. the Beatles. Sure. Okay. The old 1964, I think it came out was the off of Hard Day's Night. I think it was. Okay. But he played the Supremes version. All right. Which I had never heard before, and I got to tell you, I hate when people make Beatles songs over. They did such a good job with making this song. It's soulful. Yeah. And it's really good. Just listen to them. Just love it. Still got the, ca- the cowbell, too. Yeah. Yeah. They kept that. I like that, it. That pace, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just don't never picture Diana Ross singing. She's smooth, man. Right? She, yeah. Great. Isn't that cool? I like it. Never heard this. Version. You never heard the. Have you ever, have you ever heard the original Beatles yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. No, I never heard this version either. Listen. Hey, so wait. Let me just get to the chorus, and then I promise I'll shut it. Right. Good harmonies. Yeah. And he played it. I was like, wow, they did that. That's really cool. So anyway, that's kind of been my jam. And when I do is I put it in my playlist and then it, my Apple Music finds songs similar to it after that's done. You know how right. to like give you suggestions afterwards right. <laughs> are fantastic where it goes because it's all deep 60s soul from girl groups, which is totally my style. So Love I've it. been really digging that. I'll start with that. And then I kind of let Apple Just Music let it take go. me from there. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. All right, Mikey, your turn. What, do you, what is your jam now? All right, so my jam now is, um, so it's an older song that okay. you guys will both know, I bet, but the reason I stumbled across it is I saw Dave Grohl covering this song. Okay. Kind of like, it looked impromptu at some kind of like beach party kind of thing. Oh, nice. And it's just him and a DJ doing this song. No way. Okay. And, and I'm going to know the original, but not Dave's version. You're not gonna know Dave's version. Uh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> That's cool. That is awesome. Who's playing guitar? Oh, DJ playing guitar? Or you said keyboard? Keyboard. It's the keyboard. But Dave's playing drums. <laughs> wow, he does sound like the record. That's pretty good. He does. That's really crazy. All right. All right. That's, you've been feeling that? That's my jam. That's your jam. All right. A Foo Fighters song or, or something by a Foo Fighters right. person. You don't what, say. What a surprise. You don't say. It's interesting. It is. That's oh. good. I liked it. Change for me. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, those were our jams for what we're listening to right now. However, tonight, we're just going to get right into it. I know what we're doing. You, it's no surprise. You both are going to educate me onto what Yacht Rock is. Now. I know what Yacht Rock is a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to Yacht Rock that much. I have it on my Sirius Satellite, one of my favorites on my presets. I will admit that. However, 
I do have some opinions as to the music that's on it. So I want you guys to do two things for me tonight. One, okay. where it came from and how it's this now exploding genre mm-hmm. of, of popularity. And what specifically is the category of yacht rock? Because it's not boat music. That's not what they're saying, is it? Correct. It's yacht rock. So a big boat. I'm going to leave it to you guys. Yeah, it's, it's big boat music, right? But it also suggests something maybe, if I may, like a bit uppity, right? It doesn't mean... Perhaps. It doesn't mean just music for the sea. It's yacht rock. I think that has something to it, more than just the rhyming scheme of it, right? Yeah, yeah, so oh, yeah totally. I, I will say, I, I know some of the, the artists... And I, I like some of that music, but I don't like it because it's Yacht Rock. I like it because of what it was before even Yacht Rock was invented. Right, right. So I'm going to leave it to you guys to walk me down the path and guide me through why this is exploding into such a great new popular genre. All right, let me just first say, I am so excited to be doing this <laughs> because it, and you know I love superlatives, Jason. Yeah, I know you do. Okay. This is my favorite genre. Stop it. Absolutely. What? And, and I'll get into it. Here's the other thing I'm happy about. Mike, who Mike's a fan, right? I'm probably a fanatic. So what wow. I, I'm, I'm going to be glad to hear Mike kind of go through it uh, and give his impression. Wait, sorry. Some... Of all genres of music, yeah, this I, is your favorite. Like, if, if I only could wow. choose one genre of music to listen to for the rest Genuinely of my life. Genuinely surprised right now. This would be it. Wow. This would be it. Now, granted, I like almost every type of music there is. Yeah. The exceptions being rap and <laughs> punk. Right, right. Because yep. um, I don't... Yeah, to, just, to get confidence. This is, you know, it's smooth, it's mellow. Yeah, my, I know Mike's going to get into it a bit, but all right, all right. and you know, both Mike and I growing up in the same house, we heard so much of this. You know, we talked before about like Stevie Wonder and the R and B stuff. Yep. my parents played a lot of that. Yeah, um, but they also played a ton of what is now considered yacht rock. Wasn't back then. Yeah, but but that 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 well, soft so rock. We have to get into then maybe yep. how figuring out how that happened. Sure, sure. Like what was it about the things that your parents liked? that made them gravitate towards that style and what makes it now Yacht Rock. We can definitely do that. Okay. So how do you want to start this? Wait, 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 one last question. I'm sorry. sorry. One one last question. We had talked about in a couple of previous podcasts, Mike, about, and I think I made fun of you, so I apologize in advance, about how you like this um, soft rock, like late 80s maybe mid 80s soft rock where almost adult contemporary adult, right yeah. almost right. though isn't it it's right. not adult contemporary is right. it it's no. a little rounded edges Correct. right is that where this lives or was like is there is there a dovetail for you into the two genres yeah and to be honest before doing a little bit of research for this yeah i had a little bit wider scope of what I considered Yacht Rock oh, than oh. going back to what Kevin had talked about on the Michael McDonald podcast of how Yacht Rock was actually created and the guys that created it with these episodes, which I didn't watch, but I, I read about it. Yeah, we talked about the very first podcast. Yeah, first podcast. United. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. You guys got to watch. And so <laughs> some of these songs that I I really like may not technically qualify but in my mind so there's a do you rock. say there's a hard line then they actually so i i stumbled across a site called yacht or yacht oh, i've got it i've got it pulled up for tonight <laughs> no way yeah, and you need a score of 50 or higher to be yacht rock <laughs> yes now so this is great this is one group so this of arbiters which you know yeah, you, know, you can talk about i can talk about if yeah, you want to ahead. but you, you know more than i do um all right so let let's let, let 
let, let's take the boat all the way back. First, okay. 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 Um, so yacht rock, that term didn't exist during when this, the, the period of music is again, soft rock from the 19, like 75 to about 84. Right. In, okay. In that period. Okay. Um, yep. nobody right. called it rock, yacht rock back no. then. Right. It wasn't until, uh, really, and you know, some some people said it was it was kind of you know the stereotypical yacht owners you know playing the smooth smooth music while cruising in their mega boats yeah. but there's certainly more to it so I think the real guys that helped to find it and that's what Mike alluded to and I think I talked a little bit about on the Michael McDonald podcast um, they they're, they're comedians and they created this outstanding web series called Yacht Rock it's ten very short uh, I think they're like ten minutes each tops oh wow. Um, and so the guy's name, it's J.D., and I'm probably getting his name wrong, so I'm not going to send this to him, R- uh, Riznar, Steve Huey, Hunter Stair, and David Lyons. Okay. So the comedic series, it basically follows the fictional travails of the patron, to the patron saints of Yacht Rock, Michael McDonald, okay. who's played by Riznar in the, in the web series, okay. and then Kenny Loggins, who's played by Hunter Stair. Right. Um, and it's their quest to create the mellow and smooth tunes that exemplify the category. So unbelievable. Okay. And, and then what they did from there, because the, the series became very popular because um, yeah, it was funny. And, you know, a lot of people really were they found out serious they or were they funny? No, no, no. They were funny. Okay. okay it was okay, all. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it Got was it. all about it was you done. Know, very comedic, um, okay. you know, kind of a little bit of a shot at Yacht Rock yet, you know, definitely glorified the songs. And, and as you're as you're watching it, listen to it, you're like, yeah, man, this this music, it is smooth. It is mellow. Yeah. It's good stuff. And so the popularity grew from there. I mean, now, you know, there was a, an XM Sirius um, channel, channel yeah. which it just used to be in the summer originally. Now I think it's all year round. Yep. Um, you know, if you go on uh, Amazon Unlimited Music or, or I'm sure Apple, you know, there's a Yacht Rock category now. There's a Yacht Rock station. So they've been able to certainly transform it. This was 2005, by the way. That's when the um, okay. that's when the series debuted. Uh, so with that, I think they took it and ran with it a bit, right? And here's their, their, their criteria. And this is not necessarily mine. And Mike, I, I think you can go outside of whatever these bounds are. These guys are definitely like, like very structured <laughs> in terms rigid. of what they think it is. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. But I, you know, I, I think there's plenty of, of stuff on the fringe, and I'm hoping Mike plays some of that tonight. I'm going to play some too. That's not okay. you know 100% you know on the high end of yacht rock. But so their criteria were a very clean, crisp, and well-produced sound. Okay. So wow, again, n- nothing muddied. So nothing. it has to be a studio recording of great quality. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so then, live music doesn't count. Live music does not count. Oh, uh, wow. And then using elite musicians. And producers, most of them were from Los Angeles. Um, so like Toto, right? I'm, I'm sure we're going to get to it at some point here. They're basically all session musicians for yeah. guys like Steely Dan and, mm-hmm. and, and, and other um, you know, groups of, of, of that time. So these guys were tight. They were you know, really good musicians that helped create, again, this clear, uh, crisp sound. Um, it is heavily influenced by jazz. And by R&B. Again, so I think part of the reason why our folks, Mike, liked it so much is because they were big fans of R&B, and so this kind of borrows a lot from there. See what a couple blue eye, Blue-eyed soul? Blue-eyed soul is, is, is another another term for it. Okay. Um, and, you know, I know you and I both love jazz big and R&B, time. right? Yeah. Um, another one that they have is use of the electric piano. Okay. And I think that's primarily because of Mike McDonald, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I was going to say. Um, you know... I never really thought about what the Mount Rushmore of Yacht Rock is. Again, I called Loggins and, and McDonald like, like the patron saints. Right. I think Donald Fagan's probably in there as well. Sure. You know, uh, Jeff Pokero from, from, from Toto's probably another. Um, but so that was important. Another one, and this fits kind of in the Steely Dan ca- 
uh, categories, wry and complex lyrics, um, which certainly, again, wow. typifies the stuff from Steely Dan. By the way, I'm not going to do any Steely Dan songs tonight. No kidding. I don't know if Mike is. I hope, hope he is, but um, I'm, wow. I'm steering clear of it. Because they're definitely an artist that belongs. They are that. absolutely okay. Yacht Rock, right. but... Uh, because they're my favorite band, and someday, you know, when I if I ever get tired of guesting on this, which I don't, I, I certainly haven't yet. I, lo- I love being here and talking music, but if I ever get tired of it, my last one is going to be Steely Dan. Okay, that, all that, right, okay. that's my swan song. It has song. to be done properly. That's my swan I, I, song. I've always said so, that. Okay, all right. Um, and then, and the lyrics often sing about heartbroken and foolish men. Wow. Tip to what something we might hear later okay. tonight. All right. And then uh, another thing they have is an you know an upbeat rhythm called the Doobie Bounce, which. Huh. The Doobie Brothers, kind of in that in that late seventies, yep. you know that. I did not think you were gonna. I, I thought you were gonna say a lot of that. I didn't think you were gonna say the elite uh, musicians, and I didn't think you were gonna talk about just how crafted and how um, uh, expertly produced the songs need to be. I didn't think that was a criteria. Again, so so for these guys, really that, that is a big part of it. Okay. Um, all right, and as Mike talked about earlier, so there's something called the Yatsky scale that these guys came <laughs> up with. All right, so it rates from one. To 100, 100 being the ultimate yacht rock sound, right? Okay. Uh, and as, as Mike had said, you have to be at least over a 50 to be considered yacht. So they have a awesome. podcast, and I haven't, I, I think I've listened to one or two of them, where, you know, somebody will suggest a song to them and they will pick it apart and dissect oh, no it and, and then give it a score at the end to determine if it's yacht or yacht, <laughs> NY, you know, and in front of the yacht. So, um, is there a few that are like ninety nine hundredths? Like there's there's one that's a hundred. Oh no, kidding! Oh yeah, okay. We're, and there's we'll, a few we'll high ones. There? I've got a couple high ones. And so did, now, Mike, did you record all the Yatsky scores for your songs that you picked? Only the ones that uh, two of them that are high up. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Because I can. I got. So I got. I have songs I, we're gonna play tonight. You will give me the score for for mine. For I will okay, give gotcha. you the, the Yatsky score. Absolutely. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Okay. So, okay. Okay. But I'm doing five. I know Mike's doing five. Actually, we we have a little crossover just in case because Mike and I don't know what we picked. Oh, nice. And I'm sure there's gonna be some similarity, being that we're brothers and, and we grew up in the so same. So 75 to 84 is has the to have period. the criteria that you've described. For, for them, and but I think anything that is on the the fringes of that again, yeah. Mike and I are going to be nearly as 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 I as went rigid. outside that a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Because right. you know, again, I think if you have that smooth, mellow, yeah, uh, you know, again, just just freewheeling, like there, there's nothing in these songs that like like, like there's no social commentary, right? No, right. There, there, there's no change is going to come, right, or, right. Or, or, or or you know, trouble man, right, right, right. right? No, no. I mean, this is just singing about fun and frivolity and. and yeah. Loving and it's easy, you know, music. it's just easy, light, contem- uh, you know, adult contemporary. Got that, it. That's Yacht Rock. All so. right. Where do you want to start? Who wants to go first? Mike, go first. All right, Mikey. I here we go, go first. All right. And I'll just say I stayed away from Steely Dan also. Oh, just because, because I, you I, I know you <laughs> know all about it way more than I do. <laughs> but where I will start is with a real Yacht Rock song, at least according to the Yachtsky scale. Okay. This song uh, was released in 1980. Okay. Hit number six on the Billboard Top 100. Okay. okay. It was ranked number 64 on VH1's Top 100 One Hit Wonders of the 1980s. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Here is Steal Away oh my by God, Robbie Dupree. Oh, my God. This is Dupree. so good. <laughs> piano of course and that doobie bounce dun, 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 dun. 
that's perfect. I want to sing along with yeah. every single song. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Here's the thing for me. It's hard to take them seriously, these songs. They're so lighthearted, yeah. I feel. I, and I don't think they need to be taken seriously, right? right. I mean, it's Do you feel that you, way? It's to put you in a good mood. Yeah. I mean, when you're on a yacht, man. That's just, what it is, isn't it? You're just chilling out, right? You're just enjoying life. Yeah. That's what this is all about. Who, who is this again? Robbie Dupree. I would not have gotten that. Oh, wait, what that. was the Yatsky score? The Yatsky score is 85. Okay. This is only an 85. I would say this has got to be in the high 90s. This is this this sounds Yachty to me. It's Yachty. I have a theory wow. for why it's not higher, by the way. What's that? I said I'll have a theory for why it's not higher, but oh, I'll, okay. I'll let Mike talk about it first. That's great. Okay. All right. Okay. Why just did one of you those, pick it? I just I love that song. It's just upbeat. <laughs> I like I said, you can't be in a bad mood listening to that song. No. On a boat, you don't want to worry about all the troubles of life. And that's true. You put that in, and you're okay. a happy guy. Great way right. to start. So here's why I don't think it's it's higher. Go ahead. Because I think the guys from the Yatsky scale think that it rips off what a fool believes. Oh, okay. If you play it again and listen yeah, to oh, it. Yeah, it's got the same. It's similar. Again, doobie bounce and that whole, you know. Yeah. Kind of way that he's playing. Yep, for sure. It is very He even similar. has a tiny bit of the Michael McDonald voice to it, doesn't yep. he? Yep. But it hits all the criteria. And, and especially when you hear the backing vocals, which is not Michael McDonald, it definitely, you know, they were trying to sound him. Yeah, yeah okay. but I, that was the sound of the day, though. It is a great, great song. Okay. Excellent pick, Mike. Great way great. to start things off, Michael. Okay. Now, <laughs> of course, I'm going to go in a different direction to start. Okay. I'm going to tell you what Yacht Rock is not. So I'm going to give you oh, one that it's okay. not. Right. That I think some people listening might think this, and I'm probably going to offend a lot of people, but you ready? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. It's not Jimmy Buffett. Right. So everybody knows this is Margaritaville. Yes. Right? Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. It's not this. So... You know, in fact, on the Yacht Rock series, um, they did an episode about Jimmy Buffett, right? And and obviously a character of him. And there's a guy named Wyatt Snack, very very funny uh, comedian, and he plays James Ingram in it. Oh, okay. Um, and that, by the way, there might be a spoiler for one of my upcoming selections. Ah. But he remarks about Buffett, you know, as the James Ingram character, saying his music's mellow, but it's not smooth. Yeah, kind of poopy. <laughs> by the way, I use that word because I know this is a family podcast. I don't want to say the real word that he said, but um, but that's the whole thing. That yeah, Buffett's mellow, but there's no smoothness to it. No, that, there right? isn't, and it's very Key West beachy. Maybe a sailboat or right. like or like a center console boat. It's not a yacht, is it? It's not a yacht. It's not a yacht. No, that's my point. It's properly named this music. Right. It's a little white collary. Like yeah, it's not, sure. you know what I'm saying? It's not beachy music, right? Or like country music. It's none of that. It's it's on the coast. It's like New England yacht or like San Francisco Bay yacht music, right? right? It's not the Keys, right? That's what I feel when I listen to this yeah, music. I, more more island and not you know. Again, it's not it's not smooth, and that it's that R and B influence. I think is what Maybe makes what yacht rock so yeah. smooth. Yeah. No, so okay. all right, um, yeah, and, and I think with Jimmy Buffett, the only thing I would even consider remotely in you know that, that would approach 
you know, a 50 would be a pirate looks at 40. I think that, that, oh, okay. that might be a little bit there, but for most everything else, um, not quite there. So on the Yatsky scale, anybody want to guess what this got? <sighs> I don't know. Less than 50. I would guess if 16. Sure. Get, any guess? Sure. 25. 2.75 on the Yatsky scale. So the only song, the only songs that those guys have that are worse than that on the Yacht scale, um, Three Dog Nights, Shambhala, which I'm not sure why they got that one. Led Zeppelin's Fool in the Rain wow. was lower. That's not even, a, yeah. Right. Well, okay. I, well, yeah, people suggest these songs. Though. Okay. And then the worst song on the whole thing is the Eagles' Peaceful, Ely, easy, peaceful feeling? easy Feeling, which comes in at just 1.25 on wow. the Yacht so, Yeah, no, those songs don't belong on the Yacht. I, no, totally right. Nor does reggae, nor does right. country, nor does like the, the that that salt water boat feel. No. All 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 fine genres in, in in their own, but not not yacht rock. Okay. So so give me right, your. First I'm gonna open rock. up with my first one here. Let's see if you guys know this one. <laughs> Mikey's like, oh yeah, I know it right away. Yeah, of course. I wow. Good song. I haven't heard these songs in years. See? So this is Pablo Cruz's Love Will Find a Way. Gosh. A 91. 91 On the Yatsky scale. Yep. Wow. I think the high. No, Sorry, second, second highest in the How play. many of these, other than the big names that we already talked about, are like one-hit wonders, though? Like Mikey's that just went and then... This guy did this. This guy didn't have a lot of stuff. Did they, he? They they had another song too that was you know somewhat charted. Is a lot of it that this. kind of stuff? No, I mean some of it is. No, but some not, of it's but big group stuff. Yeah, I think everything else I'm playing. Uh, play the guys this, will play this have one a, a little bit. Play that one a little bit more. Sure. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in years. Then after I'm going to talk talk a little bit about about the song. Great, yes. And kind of some of the inspiration. Great chorus. It's so R and B, yeah. There's just big harmonies right here, right? Yeah, love it, love it, love it. Okay. All right. So, I talked earlier about my parents, you know, kind of drilling the genre into my head. But uh, another thing that, that that really propelled this into my favorite genre is because I was fortunate enough to meet up with some really good guys in college, right? Um, that were all big classic rock fans, but. During that time, we all developed a passion for for, for the yacht rock as well. Um, so, if you went to our apartment, this is let's say nineteen ninety six, okay, on a Friday or Saturday night, <laughs> there's a better than even chance that you'd be hearing the mellow and smooth music of the nineteen seventies and early nineteen eighties. All right. So, while our peers at, yeah. at, at college were at house parties listening to Dave Matthews Band, or yep. the Fugees, or Mariah Carey, yep. or maybe No Doubt, we were playing songs like "Level Find a Way" from. Uh, <laughs> From Pablo Cruz. Unbelievable. Um, you guys were older then than you are now. Well, see, and so you know, two of us, though, we had long-distance girlfriends from high school. And my girlfriend, who is now my wife, who, again, devotees of the show, will know that have listened to me before. I've discussed on earlier podcasts that it's the same girlfriend that I infuriated by taking another girl to the Pink Floyd concert. And then later embarrassed her by getting overly inebriated while jointly chaperoning her younger sister and friends at a U2 concert in Memphis. But yes, she still keeps me around to this day, inexplicably. But so... Again, two guys with long-distance girlfriends, and if you want great girl repellent, right, and you don't want <laughs> gals to show up at your apartment, oh, Kev. play songs like this, okay? <laughs> that, 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 that did it, yeah. because 
we had no one of the opposite, opposite sex wanted to walk up the stairs <laughs> and hang out with the dorks spinning soft rock hits oh, on I vinyl. This. I love this. So, I love but this was our ritual for the weekend. We would crack crack up at a Miller High Life and you know drink a six to twelve pack or whatever. Do you know it was yacht rock then? No, no, it still didn't have that 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 moniker, right? No, okay. Um, but we knew it as again smooth music. And you guys were we looking for the same kind of stuff in that genre as if you knew Abs- it existed. Absolutely, that's so funny. Absolutely. So, um, I, I mean. I, because I, I never, I never heard of it as a category until someone described yacht rock to me. Right, I never put all of that together. It no. was lumped into you know soft rock or dull contemporary or smooth whatever. Like it, it just, it I didn't. It was pieces of random things. Well, and I and I think we probably had some other soft rock like like James Taylor and Carly Simon who aren't necessarily yacht that, right. that we would listen to as well. But we certainly focused a lot in on now what is considered yacht rock. So I, I've got a great nostalgia for it because again that that was my weekends That's in college. Cool. Um, you know, one strange thing though, you know, thinking about it, and just like you mentioned earlier, like we must have been like the oldest, you know, yeah. guys in in college. Um, but I'm thinking about it. as my 18 year old son's getting ready to go to college, you know, this fall. This would be akin to him listening to like nothing but Eminem or Kanye West or stuff like Gwen Stefani or Kelly Clarkson. Oh, you mean like time wise? I'm saying time wise. Yeah, got it. So time wise, sure. 1996. This is like 20 to you know 15 to 20 years, years prior. So this is like my uh, son listening saying. to stuff from like 2005 to 2010. Did you listen to it legitimately or ironically though? Legitimately, really? Loved okay, it. okay. Yep. Um, but. Uh, just to finish up, though, on Pablo Cruz. So this tune hit number six also on the Billboard Top 100 wow. in the summer of 1978. And it was released off their album, Worlds Away. Um, again, it's got that bouncy step and a clear production that is typical of Yacht. And that'll be probably the most boisterous of the Yacht Rock songs that I play. Oh, Everything really? This is smoother and more mellow. mellow. Yeah. All right, Mikey, you're next. Okay. So I'm going to do, I'm going to stick with pure Yacht Rock at this point. Oh, okay. You're not going to deviate into what you think is a should be included into the category. No, but I'll get there. Okay, all right, good. So the one I'm about to play um, is about a girl. Okay. And uh, the the title is named after a famous actress, Rosanna Arquette. Okay. (laughs) Who one of the members of the band was dating at the time. Although the actual story is about a high school love and it was a different female but oh, i didn't know that but the actress's name fit better for the title and, and wow. the, flow of the song and i do, I do like this song. again a, a true yacht rock song oh yeah is it a yacht ski score of 95 oh yeah. no kidding oh, yeah. this is rosanna by toto awesome god i do love this song listen to that percussion i love it there's an electric electric piano breaking in. So good. And I want to sing to every single song. I think it's another part of it. They make you want to sing to them. The the I didn't realize what you meant about production value. They are all very well, perfectly produced recordings. I never thought of that. That's brilliant. It's not easy music. These are the songs I would make fun of you, Mike, for yeah, playing. Yeah, yes. They are. Okay. I do love this one. But you're right. It's good music. Yeah. Can we just wait till the, the breakdown on the hair? That's so good. It's just really well put together. Yeah, it really is. 
the guitar. Yeah, right. And you got That's that birdie pur- shuffle. Phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. you're right. On the drums. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Is Lukather, he's singing on this? Steve Lukather? Is he, doesn't he sing or is that my wrong on that? Yes, it is Steve Lukather. On lead vocal? On lead vocal. Awesome. Okay. I just think the music is, it's intricate, but it's just a simple yeah. message, right? Now, I'm glad you played it because I had it on my auxiliary list just in case you didn't because uh, I don't think we could do a Yacht Rock podcast without Rosanna. Um, in fact, I think the only songs that are higher on the Yahtzee scale, there's, sev- there's se- uh, six of them. It's the seventh highest. Um, and five of those songs are either Kenny Loggins or Michael McDonald songs. <laughs> one is a song by Airplay. I'm going to play that real fast. I'm not, I'm not using this as one of mine. Okay. I had never heard this song, but I, I saw it on the Yahtzee scale last night. So I'm going to real quick play this. And when you hear this, this is called Nothing You Can Do About It. I'm just going to play it fast. Do I know this one? I didn't no. know it before last you time. You didn't know it? No. Wait till they break into it. That makes me happy that you didn't know it. I mean, this is Yacht Rock. Oh, it's right? got everything Yacht you need, though, doesn't it? I don't know it, though. No, I don't know it. No. I, I didn't even delve into it, but I just I, I, wow. I saw it was higher, so I thought I'd play a couple seconds of it. But yes, that is definitely Yacht Rock, right? Wow. So, okay. All right. All right. So, Mike, I'm so glad you did Rosanna because I don't think, again, we couldn't do this podcast without it. So, all right. Here's my number <laughs> we two. We couldn't do the podcast without it. No. We could, I mean, it, 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 that is essential. Okay. There, there's, there's two songs that are essential. That's one of the two. So, oh, wow. Um, all right. Are you going to play the other? No, I think Mike's going to. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm betting right. But it will be played before the podcast if, is if over. If he doesn't, then I'm going to play it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I have, the essentials well, I have, have to, one of the other five. I, above the one you just right. played. Okay. All right. I think we got. I think we got to cut it. All right. So here is my next one. My second song. Here we go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great tune. It's funny. I would think this would be the patron saint song. Like this would be the quintessential song. This should be like the what's the word um, theme song for the genre for, for, for the genre, right? Because of the subject matter? Yeah. So, Plus, it's got everything you want. And, like, the oh yeah, calmness, so smoothness. Plain, and, yeah, great voice. Right? You didn't have this one, did you? No, I almost did. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's let Christopher sing it. This is Sailing by Christopher Cross, for those of you that don't know it. Ugh. Again, I want to sing every single song that comes out. <laughs> it's such a great song. So this is 94.5. Oh, wow. Scale, so just below Roseanne. It should be 100. What's missing? It's not, it's not Michael McDonald? It's not Michael McDonald. Is that it is? Or okay. Kenny Loggins. Right. That's okay. probably it. Right. I mean, but I think Christopher Cross might need to be considered. He should the, be on the Rushmore. Or at least, not Rushmore, yeah, right? right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you got to. At least honorable mention. Right? He is one of those guys, as a total side note that's unrelated to the subject matter, that doesn't look like he sounds to me. Right. Like Right? He doesn't look like that voice. I, the first time I ever saw him, I was like, Wait, which one's Christopher Cross? I don't, right. Then that voice comes out, and I'm like, "This is what he sounds like." It's just takes me away to where away. All right, very I've nice. Heard yep. it could be. So uh, let me give you a little background. And again, so even though there's no prerequisite, right, that a yacht rock song actually contain nautical themes or references. <laughs> okay, that's not what, what what it was intended for. But right. um, in fact, the yacht rock guys openly said 
it should not confuse fans of the genre that it, but but it's nice to have one that fits like this right okay all right so again you just got that delicious mellow smoothness on that uh on that song i love the arpeggioed guitar rift you know in, in the beginning there that crisp percussion um and then god when he layers those vocals you know and sailing takes me away to where i've always heard it could be right um song was released in 1980 earned a grammy for record of the year oh wow song of the year and wow. arrangement of the year. So three Grammys for this, for this song. Um, VH1 called it the most soft-sational soft rock song of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, that makes sense. Uh, and I will tell you, I have vicariously set afloat on the ship with Mr. Cross on many an occasion. <laughs> um, even though you can ask my aunt and uncle, uh, who, uh, you know, they love this podcast, by the way. Um, they used to own a sailboat, and how I don't physically actually like to be on a sailboat and sail. <laughs> right. Um, but... Just again, I'm gonna I'm gonna go vicariously through through uh, through Christopher Cross every time with this. That's awesome. Um, so it, my final thought is this song had a slight resurrection uh, when it was featured in the Pixar movie Cars, which was the first movie that my aforementioned 18 year old son saw in the theater back when he was just oh, two and a half okay. years old in 2006. Huh. Yeah, so it made a little little appearance in there. So I got a little another nostalgic reason to enjoy it. Interesting. So. I would. Th- have thought I mean 95 is unbelievably high but I would I would have put it as like absolutely number one just because it fits the genre not only categorically but subject matter wise but I do love it okay all right Mikey you're next where are we going I'm going away from Yacht Rock here oh. at least in the technical right. strict definition your uh, definition yeah yeah this is I this, like this uh, you, you asked me a week, this is good because then we get to ask why it's yeah. like if you asked me a week ago I would have thought this was Yacht Rock oh right okay um but it's not. My guess is because it's actually a little early, according to those uh, you know, oh, okay. mid okay. year wise. To, it's to a precursor. 80s. It was uh, released in 1972. Okay. It does bear a nautical theme. Okay. Even that helps your cause. Wait, sorry. So it won't. E- they won't even list it on the scale that you guys. It, just- it is. It was. Uh, but it's I less think than it fifty. About, it was about a thirty. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, but it did hit number one on the billboard top 100 for okay. one week okay in 1972 and was the number 12 song for the entire year wow okay it's about like i said it has a nautical theme it's about a, a lovely <laughs> barmaid i knew it wait in, 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 i knew it brandy a, yes this is brandy yes you're a fine girl by looking glass love it great song this is absolutely yacht rock oh yeah so what we listened to this song so many times it's back in college. It's such a good tune. Good call, Mike. Bought the vinyl just for this. For oh, this it's song. great, great, great tune. No, this is that that scale is bull. This 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 should be ninety. It's phenomenal. Well, thank you. I felt like yes. Yeah. What does it have besides maybe kind of the year? But other than that, oh, it totally makes it. Great. Good call. When I will tell you that I went to a right before COVID, I went to a um, show at Ruth Eckerd Hall that was called Rock the Yacht, and the lead singer here was one of the guys playing. Oh no, kidding! Good call. All right, Mikey. All right, great job. Well done. Yeah, that's that makes it's it. just a relatable song, right? <laughs> Bunch of guys hanging in a, yeah. in a bar, pretty pretty waitress. And, yep. but she's her her love is out to sea. Uh, to see. Yeah, she's laying whiskey down. I mean, what what, what more can you ask for, right? <laughs> so, all right, Mikey, that makes it in my eyes for sure. All right, this all right, Kev. Is, this is going to be my lowest on the. It it is barely 
Yacht Rock. Okay, so it's above 50, scale. but barely. Yep. All right. So this will be the lowest one that by I By the way, this has become quite a, a bit of a game for me when you give me clues to see if I know the song just by the year and the uh, ranking on the uh, on the charts. Oh, yeah. Know it? I do. You've known, I, you've known almost all the songs I like. I do know them. I don't great. know them as Yacht Rock. I know them just as like, you know, late 70s. Wait a minute. I'm trying to see. Is this Ace? No. Wait. This is. <clears throat> Who is it? I know it. Oh, don't say it then. Don't say it. <sighs> Who is it? Little River Band. Yes, of course it is. And the name of the song? <sighs> reminiscing? No. You got, no. You got is it. it reminiscing? You yeah. got it. You got it. Only a 51.75. Oh, it deserves to be higher. Scale, it's, right? great, it's great. I want to make you understand. I'm talking about a lifetime plan. It's got the harmonies right here coming up right? in the soul. Wow. Um, oh, that's not, yeah. All right. So again, in, in my apartment back in, 19, six, in 1996, 1966, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how old I sound. But um, again, I, this, it's a Yacht Rock jump for sure, but we had a little record store right by us called Tracks. It was like a four iron from our front door, so right right around the corner. Um, they had a bevy of old records that would sell for like a dollar at the most, like five bucks. So we go in periodically and gobble up as many records as we could and a fair amount of, um, of, of you know smooth and, and, and mellow, easy, easy listening LPs. Um, this is absolutely, absolutely yeah. one of them. Um, so the album that this tune is from, it's called Sleeper Catcher. Oh wow! Um, and what? And so here's what we here, here's another thing that we would do. All right, so we had no other artwork or, or any sort of decorations on our walls. Um, so we hung up record covers. Stop! Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this one depicted the members of the Aussie band, Little River Band, and uh, what, they were playing dice or like engaged in some other sort of gambling game. They were all kind of hovered around, and there was like a bulldog in the midst, and uh, one of the guys was wearing a Chicago Blackhawks home white jersey, which... Uh, on the album. On the album oh cover. The guy had, had a Chicago Blackhawks jersey. What are you going to wear? Yeah. I know. So I found it comical, because here, here's an Australian you know, yeah. donning that attire. But um, So remember earlier when I said about girl repellent? Uh, nothing like walking into an apartment, <laughs> not just listening to Yacht Rock, but surrounded by yeah. late 70s album covers. I love it. Um, we had, so both the, both the two songs I played earlier, the Christopher Cross album and Pablo Cruz, yeah. those were hanging on the wall. Come on. Um, plus, Lover Boy, Get Lucky, which is not Yacht Rock. But do you know, do you know that cover? I do. Yeah, it's, those of you that don't, look it up. It yeah. is a, just a classic uh, cover. That was up there. Um, we had a lot. We had like three Earth, Wind, and Fire albums oh, because when you great. open them up, yeah. there was like great yeah, like, there's like graphics, graphics yeah. and, and, and artistry and um, symbols. and the yeah. So anyways, just like the song says, I'm doing a little reminiscence. Let's hear the chorus. All right, let, I'm going to say this. It's going to hurt your feelings. There's songs you can laugh at or take seriously. Sure. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. They're very light and easygoing, laughable, or serious songs. You can go either way with them. Does that make sense? Do you know what I mean? It does. Am I wrong? Yeah. Am I wrong I mean, on again, that? Am I wrong on that? We're not talking about deep music here, man. No, it's, it's not, not. It's not world changing. Right. No, it's not. It's, it's barely comical. Like almost comical, but not, but very well produced. So reminiscing hit number three right. on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, also right in the same time that Pablo Cruz's "Love Will Find a Way" did in nineteen, the summer of nineteen seventy-eight. So well done. All right, that's that's a absolute no-brainer. Love it. 
All right, Mikey. All right. This is not, um, this one doesn't count, but what I, do you mean? I just, I just <laughs> want to play this just to follow that up because I had to take this off my list because it was so far, it was off the yacht list, but wow. I originally was going to play this one. Go ahead. I know that it's time for a Oh yeah, God! This doesn't make the list. What was this? It was thirty something. So you were doing this one of your songs? Okay, all right. I took it off. Wait, you're just gonna get to the chorus, please. Now that I kind of want to hear it. (laughs) Sorry, you know, (laughs) I feel like you burned it. So good. Sorry, Mike. Good. All right. Awesome. All right. So that one doesn't count. That does not count. Okay. All right. Yeah, I just thought it was coincidental that I picked the same band as Kevin on one that I had to throw out. So again, I'm I'm going off the Yatsky scale here, okay. or at least under fifty. Okay. Uh, to me, again, this should be yacht rock. It has that summery feel, okay. right? Right. Easy going. I think great music. Uh, one of the members of the band recently passed and it, it just reminded me of this song uh-huh. okay kevin already knows it <laughs> and, uh it was ranked number 13 on rolling stone's best summer songs of all time okay again a little bit early released in 1972 okay is there a score for it there is and i i think it was in the 20s yeah okay so this is summer breeze by oh, seals and crawl yeah yeah oh, yeah right Great song. No electric piano. I think that's what I got. Oh, God, okay. No, no They're bounce. missing that. God, God, it is. It, it's, yeah, I, they're so good, again, these two. This would have played often in my apartment in 1996. See the curtains hanging in the window. In the evening, over so, the so, these voices so delicate. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. Is Seals the one that sang, or was Croft the one that sang? <sighs> I, I thought they both sang. I know they both did oh, their they, harmonies. They harmonized. Yeah. Harmonies. No, Mikey, this, it's absolutely Yacht Rock. Right? I don't like this guy's scale at all. I guess you have to have some criteria, and so therefore you've got to have something. But th- this this works. No, this, is, this is all me. Yep, phenomenal. Awesome. All right, well done. All right, Kev. All right, since Mike only has one to go, I got to already dip into the emergency um, three that I had because I thought for sure he would play a song by this guy that I'm about to play. And I, again, I don't think we can do a Yacht Rock podcast without him either. I'm not saying he's on the Mount Rushmore, but I think he's really, really close. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like, yeah, I always like this. Boz Gags, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is Lowdown by Boz Gags. An 89 on the Yatsky scale. Yeah. For the first three quarters of my life, I thought he was black. Is it his voice? Yep. He's just got so much soul. Yeah. Soulful voice. Right? Yeah, this has got everything of all the things you mentioned. It's got all of it. Better bring the chip around. Yeah. Yeah. Bounce. Yeah. 
tight production. Big time. The drummer's killing it. Yeah. So crisp. Yeah. And that bass. So yeah. snappy. Awesome. We talk about jazz influences. Yeah. And you got that, that keyboard simulating the jazz flute, right? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, all right. Yeah. Here, well, here's the thing. I had no idea until I went to see Boston concert with my wife and aunt and uncle in the early 2000s as to how good a guitarist Boz is. Um, I mean, you know, that, that, that his background was was a, was a guitarist, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and if we skip ahead just a little bit, you get to hear. First of all, I love how this picks up a notch up the chorus, right? Yeah. And that just banging out in there. So, um, and and so Silk Degrees, which is the album that this came from, this this absolutely hung on our wall as well. Is this the one where he's sitting on the bench? He's sitting on the bench. It's like grays and greens and blues, and he's looking for, okay, yeah. I have the album. (laughs) So he, he, you know, Boz is in his casual suit. He's got the open neck, you know, white collar, kind of those (laughs) bug-eyed sunglasses. He's sitting on a bench overlooking the Pacific. Um, I mean, what is more yacht than that? No. I mean, he looks so darn cool in that thing, right? Um, so this song, interestingly enough, was not released as a single at first. It was not planned to be a single, uh, but a DJ in Cleveland took a liking to it and played it often. No there. kidding. So it got so popular that the record company took notice and then released it as a single, when, and it ended up on number three on the Billboard Hot 100 in the late summer of 1976, and uh, and then won a Grammy for Best R&B Song wow. that next year. Makes sense. So wow. you know one of the one of the uh, yacht rock tenants that we're using is you know great session musicians and this had two of the toto guys on the album oh david hungate on bass and then jeff pokero on drums so that's pretty wild. a yacht rock classic for sure i Mikey, thought for sure you would do some boss gags lido shuffle was one of my alternate <laughs> oh that's what you're all okay so somehow some way boss was getting <laughs> was he getting was gonna, his due he on, was this, gonna on make this podcast because okay. again our parents loved boss gags okay loved wow them. all right mikey all right so here is my uh my final yacht pick okay it's a true Yacht Rock song. Good. And so not just a Yacht Rock song, but it's also very popular. Okay. Written in 1979, but won a Grammy in 1981 for Best Male Vocal Pop Performance. Written in 79, but won a Grammy in 81. Yep. Got it. It has the, the two patriarchs of okay. uh, Yacht Rock, as okay. Kevin mentioned. Okay. Co-written by Kenny Loggins and Michael McDonald. Okay. This is it. Oh, good song. <laughs> what was the Yatsky score? Gotta be like 99, right? Like 97. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, that percussion. Crisp. Electric piano. I listen to these songs differently now. I listen to what the elements that you had told me, like, I'm looking for them now. There's an airiness, too, of, in the quality of the songs. Like, like you're sailing. Who do you prefer, Loggins or McDonald? With a gun to your head, like you had to choose. I think McDonald's catalog. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, but one can't do this without the other. They they play off each other like Abbott yeah. and Costello. Right. But I, there's something about McDonald that just I don't know. Just love it. So good. 
Well, it's, and it's Michael singing background. I, I love it. I know. It wouldn't be the same without him in there. Are you gonna wait for ah. I love it. Phenomenal. There's not a time where I wouldn't have this song on. It's no, always great. It's, great any it's a great song. It's a great song. Um, I recently saw, we've talked about this before on the podcast as well. My wife is a huge John Mayer fan, uh, and she showed me a picture of John Mayer who has a t-shirt of, of all this, these just songs, song titles. And she showed it to me, and she's like, what, what, what does this mean? And it's, you can read this, it's, like, it's a shirt, you can read the song titles, but it's like, why are they all there? And I'm looking at all these song titles, and it's a t-shirt of all songs that Michael McDonald sang back up in. How awesome of a shirt would that be to have? So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I mentioned this on the Michael McDonald podcast. Okay. Probably didn't, because it was the first one, so still kind of, you know, nervous New about, to it, about, yeah. about talking. But uh, my friend John from college, who right. was my, one of my roommates, again, participated in us, listened to this stuff all the time. He went to see Michael McDonald in Chicago, I think our senior year, and there was like a meet and greet afterwards. This is 1997, right? So he goes up to him, and, he, and the first thing he says is, Michael, I love your music. I just want to let you know I love what you did with Kenny Loggins. I love your backing with Ambrosia and Steely Dan. Bad sneakers. I mean, like, no he, way. Yeah, just, that, that, that was the first thing he said was how much he loved all, all the backup awesome. stuff that he did. Yeah, yeah. I want that shirt. So if there's anyone out there that can source this, send me an email link of how I can get this shirt because I've not been able to find it. It's awesome. I want it. That sounds Yeah, it's amazing. really, really, really cool. All right. All right, Kev. Last one for you. My last one. I have a few to choose from. I don't know how you're going to beat that 97 I, no, or I, whatever well, it was. I can't. Um, okay. I just, you know, we're going to take you out on a song that will beat it. But um, <laughs> in terms of like actually explaining one, let me. I'm, I'm going to do this one. Yep. Smooth. Electric piano. Yep. That's Oregon right there. Is that Hammond? If it isn't, I'd be really surprised. And that sounds like a Fender Rhodes. I'll try to explain the reasons Great song. What year was this? This was uh, July of 1980. A 69 on the Yatsuki scale. Only 69? Only 69. I would feel like this is a Mike Farrell. Sorry. This is a Mike song. Totally a Mike song. There's Michael on the background vocals. Good old McDonald. Great song. Love it. Love it. All right. So I don't even think I said that. That is You're the Only Woman by Ambrosia. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I mentioned three years ago, I went to the Rock the Yacht, and it was basically headlined by Ambrosia. And then they had a couple guys from Toto there. They had uh, some guys from Orleans there, which we didn't play any Orleans. No. Um, and then the Looking Glass lead singer was there um, playing those smooth and mellow hits. What I find fascinating, though, about Ambrosia is that when these guys formed in 1969, they were a progressive rock no band starting kidding. out. Yep. Um, so their sound, that. they really tried to form their sound actually like in the Pink Floyd, the early Pink yeah, Floyd stuff yeah. and King, Crim- King Crimson. Um, but 
they found their commercial success when they dropped you know the more serious work and went for the smooth no sweet sounds of the yacht did not know that um so again yeah this tune came out in july of 1980 peaked at number 13 on the billboard hot 100 early fall of that same year wow so um you know just bringing up some of those names like orleans we didn't play player we didn't yeah. play we didn't play ace wasn't hall and oats on that hall and oats sure we yeah. didn't play so he, I, I i i joke with you guys the other night about how this might need to be a two-parter yeah for one or yeah. if not i said like csi miami i want to be an offshoot of everything you want to know about music when you get as big yeah. as you're as you're gonna be jason because yeah, right, yeah. of how good this podcast right. is you know uh, just, just 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 give me the crumbs i'll i'll, I'll do Everything you want to know about music, Project Yacht Rock. I love that. I love it. So, no, but there's so many of those bands like Hall and Oates that fit into multiple genres right. or categories, right? They do have some songs that would fit, but they have some songs that don't belong there at all as sure. well, right? But they, but they definitely have a couple high, oh, right. high on, on the yacht scale. Yeah. So uh, yeah. some of that stuff is early. So yeah, we never, we may need to, we might, we might have need to, to we sail need the waters we'll do, once again. I was just gonna say, maybe we'll do like a part two later. Yeah, 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 yeah that'd yeah. be fun. Uh, All right, so what do you, what song do you want to take us out on? So I'm taking you out on the song that is number one on that the Yatsky song. Scene. Really, it is the song. It okay. is rank. It is 100 out of 100. This is the epitome of every criteria that they say is what yacht rock should be. And it's the Elvis Presley. <laughs> wait, 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 no, but, but, wait! Hang on, hang on. But he he actually wrote it. He, he, I'm kidding. Guy I just, if we didn't it. have it in the podcast, we wouldn't be the same. <laughs> we have to at least mention that at least once. All so, right. all right, I'm going to play what what is the number one 100% yacht rock song, and it shouldn't surprise anybody. Oh, so good! One of my favorite all time songs, by the way. And like Mike mentioned about this is it. Yes, like I played a ton in, in our college apartment. This song, though, no song was played more in our apartment than this song. No kidding. Hands down. Number wow. one, any song we listened to. Then I feel like a fool, like he describes then, when we did the podcast, me explaining this song to you. Right. Now I feel like a totally no. idiot, but all right, fine. By the way, Jason, are you wearing a skipper hat yet? No, I, I do love it. I do, Are you yes. on the yacht? I, I am more on the yacht than I am off the yacht now after going through all of this, for sure. Well, thank you for letting us explain it. That's, that's, that's good to hear. <laughs> well, thank you guys for doing it. I loved all the songs that you played, which is awesome. I, I really thought I was going to not like some of them. Like, I thought some of them were going to be too airy or, like, you know, wish-washy. No, they're all rocking songs. Yeah. Love them all. All right. So with that, we'll say... Smooth, mellow, and fun. Smooth, mellow, and fun. I'll say thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. As she rises through her apologies.